for success. Level up with truth, meaning, trade-offs, perspective. Hey, Matt, how you doing tonight? I'm good. I'm good. Good to see you. Good to see you. So no guests tonight. So tonight's going to be our, what do we call it? The first uh, review. Oh, yeah, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to talk about the five guests we've had so far. Five, right? Yeah. Five guests we've had so far and talk a little bit about what they, what they brought to us, the conversations. And we just thought that'd be fun to do um, after a group of guests now and again, and, and talk about the four pillars and, and some of the stories and things that we learned, some of the things that we thought were important and, and, and thought that'd be fun and a little bit of change of pace to, to, you know, do things a little differently. So, yeah, it was, it was an idea. Let's see if it's got any value to it. <laughs> I think it will. And we've got another surprise idea at the end, but we're going to wait till the end of the podcast. So people have to listen to the entire 30 minutes to see what, what our new idea is. Correct. Yeah, 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 exactly. So hopefully, uh, I think that's a good idea too. We'll have some fun with. So um, all with the idea in mind that, right, that we're going to uh, introduce some things that people can learn from and, and uh, take with them and carry on with and have some success with. And, you know, sometimes, sometimes I don't know about you, but sometimes I'm like, all right, what, you know, what are we doing here? What's the goal here? You know, and, and sometimes I got to get myself in that mindset a little bit of, and it's great with the guests because they're all, got so much to offer but here we are to offer something to people uh rather than you know just uh having conversation which which are which are fun as well but you know the idea is people can learn something from these guests ourselves whatever whatever ideas we come up with right yes you know we talk a lot about as we're figuring this out we're, we're pretty new to podcasting i mean i you could consider ourselves newbies uh my we bring up students a lot because we almost think that late teen, early adult age, when people are trying to figure out who they are, is where our guests can probably help them the most. That being said, a 35-year-old, a 40-year-old, a 45-year-old, somebody that, to use the word pivot, somebody that's pivoting to want to go somewhere different or to try something new, I can still find everything we do entertaining, informative, and educational but we're trying to figure out our target target audience. Yeah. Yeah, we are. And, and I think, I think you just said it perfectly. You know, that's kind of been the discussions you and I have been having offline a little bit is who are the people can benefit from this? And cause you have your conversations with your students. I have conversations with students, with adults. I'm sure you do with adults as well. Of course we have these conversations, but it's like, where's the sweet spot where people can gain some real insight to do something positive with their life and we do think that it, it could be with people who are just kind of getting going, um, new to things, introducing some new ideas, some success stories, hence anecdotes um, to them. You know, that said, it's also funny. I had two conversations today within the last couple hours with adults, both in their 50s, who are going through life these are both career changing career change kind of stuff uh, um one more so by choice and one more so by uh by not their choice and and uh and i was thinking throughout both conversations like 
you got you got you got to prepare yourself for life. You know, you don't know what's coming down. You don't know what's coming tomorrow. And that's one of the things I've always I've been I, I shouldn't use the word always. I've been preaching and discussing with people is you know, what I do and what I've been trying to do has a lot less to do with money and a lot more to do with with freedom, which I always talk about. Um, but also, you know, so many people who talk to me about employment and jobs, et cetera. And one of the words that always comes up is, well, it's secure or it's safe or that kind of thing. And, you know, these conversations, again, I, I get done with them. I go, boy, you think a job's safe. I got news for you. I, I just disagree. I think a job is one of the least safe things um, because you don't have any control when you have a job. No, that's not true. You don't often have a lot of control when you have a job. It depends on your job. It depends on the circumstances. But the one gentleman I'm referring to a week ago, I bet he would have told me he thought he had all the control in the world. And I know he's, I know he doesn't now. And I just bring those up to just to what we're talking about. So often I think about younger people, but then I know that there's, there's just other people who life comes at them and, and comes out of nowhere. And, um, hopefully they'll have the skill set and they'll have the, the preparedness to deal with some of these things. And I'd like to think the stories of things we talk about would help them with that for whatever that's worth. Yeah. So I know we talked earlier, we might start at the beginning, but I'm going to reverse engineer this now. So I'm going to talk about Craig Southern first. Uh, yeah. My students this year went and did their business pitch plans, like their shark tank plans to Craig and his partner last week. And oh, okay. the ideas were awesome. You know, the ideas, their business ideas range from something on the side, they do why they have a career or something they go all in and start now. And Craig, if he was here, literally was saying, gosh, I, I would fund that. I would do this. And of course, one of them was the cheese bus that's already been taking, taken, you know, and he asked all the students, why don't you do this now? Like, this is cool. And they're all like, well, I have to go to college. I have to do this. I have to do that. And there's this plan that they have. But Matt, they really don't have to do anything. Just like an employer doesn't have to keep you. Just like a, a school doesn't have to keep me. So everybody's afraid to start. Everybody's afraid to take their meaning and, and search for the truth and, and try to understand the trade-offs and compare it and just go. Uh, but why not just start? Can't you always go back to school? Can't you do both? Yeah, I was going to say, can't, can't you do both? And, and you know, Craig's a, Craig's a, a, a pretty level-headed guy, you know, from you know him better than I do, but now I've had a chance to talk to him and converse even since then, which we've basically done with all of our guests, which has been fun. After, after we talked to him, we've been talking to them since with things that went on in the podcast. But, you know, Craig takes me as a very level-headed guy. And for, and I think as an engineer by trade, those guys are generally like very logical and, and, and well thought out. They don't tend to be, you know, just taking shots in the dark haphazardly, right? They're very, very calculated people. And I, Craig strikes me as a similar type guy. And for him to say to high school kids, kids getting ready to go to college, why aren't you starting it now? I think speaks to just how powerful it is when you're doing it, where you think, Ever, ever, anyone can do this stuff I, I, I get I feel bad because so many people I think they put 
people are successful in some area and they go, oh, well, they're on a pedestal here. There's something special or unique about them. And I don't really think there is. I mean, LeBron James is special and unique. I mean, we talk about the, the, the you know, the Matthew McConaughey is special and unique. We were talking about him earlier. There are some people who are just ultra talented, but, but I'm not. And, 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 you know, Craig, as talented as he is, he's not ultra talented either. He'd be the first to say it, I'm sure. He's just a guy who saw some things and went, oh, I can do this. I can do this. And for him to say that to your students, I think is so sincere. It says such a – he's not saying it because he doesn't believe it. He's saying it because he does believe it, I'm sure. And, like, well, why – you should think about this stuff. You should – and especially before you fall into that all-encompassing world of, oh, now I'm a student. And I don't have to do every anything else because my identity is a student. And guess what? That's good enough for mom and dad and society and the neighbors and aunt, my aunt and uncle and whoever's out there judging me, which you need to drop anyway. But it's good enough to that's my identity now. And I think what Craig's offering them is it doesn't have to be just that. And it's that I'm glad he's saying that because I, I couldn't agree more. He, I wrote a quote down from him that I really like. He, he said success is about being an expansionist, not a perfectionist. And, and, and that's kind of his MO, like, just go start it, just expand, go. I mean, that's different from obviously you don't want to just keep following the next shiny object, right? And, 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 and suffer that FOMO, the fear of missing out. I mean, you have to pursue and focus, but the whole point is, just embrace that opportunity and go. And we'll skip around a little. One of our guests that really embraced that opportunity and is a lot smarter and has a lot more perspective than we did at that age was when we had Jaden on the show, Jaden Burchard. He's the 18-year-old CEO that actually stopped going to college because he found his money was better vested into his business. Yeah, he's the like the epitome of the, hey, I'm going and doing it. And then to hear him and hear the success he's having and, and, and the perspective he has on running his own business and the challenges of it and the, and, and the, 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 the value he's getting out of it and the meaning he's getting out of it. Um, all while fighting what's clearly an uphill battle in some ways, just in terms of the challenges of a new business. I'm, I'm much older. I barely, but I'm, I'm a little older and I, have new business and I'm, I'm, I'm doing one right now. You and I were talking about before the challenges I'm facing and I've got way more experience and probably more capital and probably more, more of a lot of resources. And he's going at it just bang, bang, bang. And, and I, I, I just, he, he blows my mind because I could not picture myself at his age doing that. I mean, and I, I, and that's why I love your class so much. And that's why I love talking about this so much because you look at him and you go, you can, you can do it. There he is. That's a good model. So true or false with this statement, we're going to do a little quiz now. If, okay. if Jaden's current business fails, will he find something else to be successful at? Absolutely true. Here's the thing. Here's the, here's the only thing. Let, I thought you were going to ask me this. If Jaden's business failed, would you hire him? Oh. And I was going to say, I was going to say, no, absolutely not. I would ask him to be my partner on something. I don't want Jaden as an employee. Jaden as an employee is going to either take my business 
because he's gonna he's he's gonna be going and it. I wouldn't be in a, ever be in a position to try to put put breaks on that kid. I want that kid going. So I would never say to Jade, "Hey, come work for me," unless it was the intent of because then we're going to be partners. Because that's the kind of mindset he has. Jaden is not an employee. If he's an employee, he'll be an employee about this long until he finds that next thing that he can gain traction with and go, maybe it's his current business. I hope it is. I hope he's a billionaire. I hope he's providing so much value. He's a billionaire. But if it's, if he fails, like I've done, like, like every entrepreneur I know has done, that kid will be rebounded on his feet and going again. And, and so that, that's, that's, again, I thought you were going to ask if I'd hire him and no way he's too scary to hire. I need him as my partner. That's awesome. So literally you would, you would find more use for a Jaden having something of equity with him. I could tell you right now is something I would, I would, I would have a partner with me right this moment. hundred percent. That's awesome. You'd get so much, you'd get so much out of that partnership with someone who has that much passion and meaning in, in, in business. No, he'd have to care about it. And and of course, I don't think that'd be a problem if he found the the right idea with you uh, at all. It would just be, you know, you, you got it. That's, that's someone you just get out of their way. You give them the resources and you get out of their way. So again, I can only get in his way. If he fails, it's literally that acronym for failure. First attempt at learning under real world experience. He's going to be a rock star. And I'm not saying he's going to fail in his business. I don't mean that. Of course not. But he's in it for the long term. He's not in it for a quick buck. And it's like what I always tell the students, the people that are truly successful don't work. So they have enough money not to work anymore. They work because it's what they were meant to do. And that's why they have the money and the freedom. Yes. I, I think it's kind of rare to find the person who's out there going at it every day, just trying to rack up the money in the bank account so they can quit, so they can fish every day. Maybe there's that person, maybe, I'm sorry, maybe there's that time in their life where they go, look, at 72 or 80 or 80 or whatever, or 62, I don't know, everyone's different, but they weren't, it's, it's hard to do what it takes when the only thing you're getting out of it is money. And that might sound crazy to somebody who doesn't have a lot yet or, or hasn't been through it, but it's hard to get out of bed when all you're chasing is money. And I've told you from day one, I was, I've been chasing freedom my whole, not my whole life, but for the past X amount of years, that's what gets me out of bed. And all the entrepreneurs I know, and I, I love to talk to, they're, the money, it's just not the thing. It's just, it's just not the conversation. I mean, I'm just thinking whether it was Craig or, 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 or Jaden really, or, or Cam even, who's got certainly an entrepreneurial spirit and, and sense to him. We had, and there was no conversations about, I want to have all the money I can so I can buy nice, you know, nice shiny things. It just doesn't, it doesn't really register if you're going to, if you're going to do this. You, you know, it, it's all perspective and freedom. I mean, when, I, when I became a teacher, I love it. When my kids were young, I had the summers off. I had the freedom of an entrepreneur per se. Right. But I didn't during the school year. And that was my meaning, educating, helping, teaching, coaching others. And, and now that my own two daughters are grown up, lo and behold, uh, I could just ride off into the sunset, but I started 
I became securities licensed and started a business. And I don't know where it's going to go, but I'm staying true to the pillars, right? Like I'm, I still wanted to learn and teach and coach and help. I'm just doing it at a different level. And I, I think of Cam in the same way. He went through Olympic boxing and boxing because he said at the time he was too poor to travel, right? So, so he went with the Olympic team. That was his meaning and his passion, but it was time to pivot. And now he's still kind of doing the same thing. Yeah, I'm glad you brought him up because I was thinking, I was, I was, it felt like a natural segue to Cam, didn't it? It's thinking the same thing. The man was living in a van for how long? You want to talk about meaning? You want to talk about passion? You don't live in a van unless you are, when you're as smart as Cam, as talented as Cam, you know, athletically, obviously, his boxing career. When you're that level of a person, you live in your van because you're so passionate about something, you don't care where you live because there's so much else going on. You've got so much going on up here, so much you're pointing towards that living in a van is just part of what you're doing to get where you want to go. I mean, I don't know what most people heard when they heard he was living in a van, but know what I heard? That's a guy who's got so much drive, no pun intended. That's a guy that's got so much drive that he's willing to live in his van to, 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 to get where he wants to go. And I don't, I hear that. I'm, I'm more impressed with that than the, the same guy who goes, Hey, look at my mansion in Beverly Hills. I don't care about your mansion in Beverly Hills. I care about the guy who's living in the van. Why are you living in the van? What were you doing? What's going on? That's meaning that's passion. That, that doesn't lose ever. Super inspiring, isn't it? it? It it is, and it's so. It was he's such an unselfish person, you know. And entrepreneurship can sometimes be, and business can sometimes be, uh, looked at as selfish and self-serving. And you know, the number of times I've heard the word greed with business, and and he, I'm a guy who's been in business, you know, been in the business world for 24, 25 years now, to some to some degree, and I can count on one hand the number of people I've, I've, I've thought of as greedy virtually everyone else I, I've, I've met I think of as givers and and people who who want to help other people succeed who want to participate in their communities who want to be a part of something the word selfish doesn't ring true to me and here's cam a guy who's who's trying to develop you know it not trying but he's developed his speaking and, and what he has to offer in an entrepreneurial area and also a non not-for-profit if I understood him correctly with so much passion and so much giving that um, it's just, it just, I, I don't know how you can't be inspired by it. His perspective when COVID hit, he's like, I was living off of X amount of dollars as an athlete in training for years. And now the rest of society is complaining because of COVID. And I'm just like, now it's a level playing field. That was his perspective. And he's he taken off. That. It was super, yeah. it was super inspiring. I thought. Yeah, he was, he was, he, he, one of the things he's kind of said, said throughout this and, and Jane was the good example of this as well, that I find interesting is, you know, here COVID is a great example of the number of people I've heard over the years ago. I want to do this and I want to do that, but I don't have time and I don't, you know, I got to wait until the kids are out of college or until, you know, uh, um, 
works easier or slower or until X, Y. There's always a reason, right, why they can't get after that thing. There's always an excuse why they can't get, you know, get to that next level. Or do Cam totally pivoted through 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 um, COVID from what he was telling us. Jaden not only was building his business, but he pivoted as well. He he actually used that word into new areas because of COVID. You know, whereas ninety eight percent of the people I know, you know, spent spent their time it was an excuse not to do anything it was an excuse to watch netflix it was an excuse to not go out that it's not the not go to house part as much as not to go after the next thing and those guys showed me and i think everyone else there are no excuses do you want it or don't you i, I don't want to hear about your excuses do you want it or don't you want it because there's a million reasons that to, to pretend why you can't or you can just do it like they did Hundred percent. It's super inspiring. And speaking of inspiring, our first guest, Isaac Mather. He's—I don't even want to use the word aspiring musician. He's a musician. He's a musician and a successful one, and he's got a unique story of be, behind it. But it's kind of strange because I don't want to—you know—he's his story, his health, and and what he's been through, and that kind of thing. It's obviously part of his story but it's not who he is either. Right. hundred percent. And I, I, you know, we've talked to all our guests. We we've had group texts and we've had multiple zooms with the guests afterwards. I mean, th this podcast for us has been so rewarding because we get to continue all these relationships and Isaac's one. I know he's had multiple discussions with you afterwards. Uh, but another one that, is taking the trade off of I don't need to spend money at school when I can go pursue what I'm doing now and be good at it. And what's the harm in that? I, well, why, why, why are we out here? What are we trying to do? Right, uh, put a degree on the wall, or, or live our lives and accomplish things. And and maybe putting the degree on the wall is important to that. And maybe it's not. Right. So if if it is, then maybe that's what you need to pursue, and that's part of it. And if it's not like Isaac probably doesn't need to be have a degree in order to he clearly doesn't in order to create music and, and, and you know, his his art. I mean, he's got amazing opportunities. And, and again, that's he's a talented kid and uh, he's going places with it because he has to spend the next four years in college. I don't know. That's for Isaac to, to decide, of course. But he does recognize there are trade-offs there, right? Or or I could do this or I could do that. And as there's trade-offs and everything, maybe the trade-off for him is is not to go to college. And and same with Jaden. And and they're gonna be better off for it. Maybe they're gonna change their mind. That's for them to decide, of course. But it is wonderful to see. I mean, this was what two of the five guests, 40% of our guests have. These, these stories that say, hey, I could be something without taking the familiar path or the path that I've been kind of been, you know, beaten into us to some degree for all, all these many years. You know, the best part about the guests we've had and the people we've introduced our viewers to so far is they're not world renowned. I mean, Cam's nationally renowned. I, I don't mean to disrespect Cam, you know, oh, 
But there's literally thousands of people like this doing the same thing. And that's why we came up with the name Anecdotes for Success. We want to, there's so many common themes with these stories, regardless of the person's age, where it's so great to share them. And hopefully it'll get other people thinking, I can do this. I can be this. Or I'm there and I'm down right now, but this has given me the inspiration to continue forward. Absolutely. Let's face it. That was the whole idea behind this when we started was to share these things. And, and, you know, yes, we'd love to have Joe Rogan on someday as, as we were laughing earlier about him and, or, or whoever it might be, but that wasn't ever the point. The point was there are people out there every day doing great things and hopefully there'll be a lot of common denominators. People see, you know, whether it's reading books, whether it's, taking risks, whether it's, you know, caring more about your customer than maybe yourself. And, 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 and I think we've started to see some themes already. We'll, we'll continue to do so, but yes, you, you hit the nail on the head with that. I'm glad you pointed it out because that has always been the idea. It's, it's sort of almost like we're the people's podcast, right? I, I, I can't think of any other way to say it. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right. I'll stop patting ourselves on the back. Uh, you know, our, our other guest we haven't discussed yet, Mr. Tom Casey, I loved uh, the, the name of his episode was probably the best called the, the pandemic trifecta. And he was talking about there's a convergence right now of three issues in society, investing, communication and leadership. And if you can uh, work on those whether it's going to school or, or continuing your career or finding your meaning or figuring it out, if you can figure out how to invest in yourself, you know, your body, your mind, your soul, your, your finances, if you can communicate and build relationships, and if you can find a way to lead people through empowering, uh, I, what was his quote? Uh, it's not, it's, 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 it's not the how it's the why. Thank you. I'm, I'm sorry. It's not the why. I'm sorry. It's not the why. It's the how. It's almost like we rehearsed that. Thank you. It's not the why. It's the how. And I bet I've said that ten times since Tom was on, and it really, it really stuck with me. It really did. And I've seen it in my own businesses, and I, I see it especially from. And and even though Tom isn't an entrepreneur in a traditional sense, you know what you think of an entrepreneur. He's a leader. And yeah. he teaches people leadership and he does it in a very, he's obviously extremely involved and you can tell he's very good at it. And he's, he's teaching leaders in really, um, you know, kind of high, higher level kind of leadership in my, from what I could gather. And his, it's the how, why that was so important to me. What I took out of that is building a business so often you're always thinking, well, how do, I, how do I make sure I'm showing value that other, but my competitors can't, right? So, so I have to have a product or a service that's exclusive to me. Well, that's not always possible. Whether, whether you're selling television programs or, 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 or TV or uh, TVs or cheese or, or, real estate or whatever, how do you make sure that you're unique? Well, if you can't monopolize the market, you know how you can do that? In the how. And, and, and that's what Tom was saying that stuck with me so much. It was like, 
you don't have to be, maybe you're selling the same product or service as someone else, but it's how you're selling it that is going to make you different. It's not just what you're selling. It's the how you're selling it, what you're doing, how you're providing that product or service to them. And he had some good ideas for me that were off camera um, that, that I haven't forgotten about. In fact, I'm one of which I'm working on right now. So he really nailed it with that for me. And, and I, I thought that was something I, that's something that I'll never forget. I just, I will just never forget that when I'm thinking about my businesses. You know, the best part about having the five guests that we've had on is we know we have five episodes booked in the future, correct? Cause they, they all decided they would come back. They all decided they'd come back. I think that every one of them would be great to talk to again. Um, you know, we'll definitely, ha- we'll definitely have them all back and, and, and I have no doubt they'll all have something, you know, additional to offer us and, and, and the listeners because not a one of them didn't leave a mark on me, you know, and, and I and tell my wife every, every time we're done with this, how was it? I go, it's just so fun. I just, I just, I walk out of, you know, walk or walk upstairs and, and I'm like, that was just a great use of time. And I got something out of every one of them. It's, it's been great. Uh, I've got. Well, well, that brings us to our, our closing part. I, I've used uh, all these guests and episodes. Every week I get a, a book or two recommended to me. To, to, I use Audible, of course. We are talking about that. I get concepts to use in my classroom. The, the, uh, my students ask every day, you know, what what'd you get out of it? What was the, the, the truth, the meaning, the trade-offs, the perspective behind this guest? And we don't use this podcast as an opportunity to outline specifically those four pillars all the time. We, we did that early on, but, but I think everybody can find the, the comparisons between every guest that they all have components of those, not all equal 25% each, but they have those four pillars in some percentage in what they do. So we loved this part. I, this was awesome today. Share with our guests what we're doing next week. Or share with our viewers what we're doing next week. So, yeah. So what our idea was to do next week is we, Paul mentioned that we're, uh, we get book suggestions a lot and we're both avid readers. Um, And I think that it's, frankly, so were most of our guests as we talked to either during or or offline. Um, And like you said, they'd give us suggestions that we offer back and forth. And one of the secrets to success without question is reading, you know, whether it's the physical book or as you, you like to do audio books and, 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 and I need to get, I'd like to do a little more of that myself, but we both know how important reading is and, and how important it is for anybody, no matter what you're trying to do. So we thought let's do a book kind of review once in a while. We haven't decided whether it'll be, you know, one every 10 episodes or, or one every five or whatever happens be i'm sure it'll just be based on what we find interesting um that kind of meets the requirements of what we're talking about a book that is going to help our listeners right that's that's the idea um and then so that's what we're going to do we're going to do a little little bit of a book review um i'm actually in the middle of this the book and um paul you just bought it uh about 10 minutes before we started and I guess we'll share it right now, right? So if, if, if anyone wants to read it themselves and, and then li- listen to what we have to say about it, right? Or, or are we better off not? No, that, that's fine. And I, before you share it, it's, it's neat. You're reading it. 
I just purchased it before the episode. I'm going to use the Audible version. So I think that'll be fun seeing the different perspective just based on how we're acquiring the information. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. And I'm a little over halfway in, it appears. But uh, um, you, it won't take you long to catch up. The book is Green Lights from by Matthew McConaughey, who we were talking about earlier, I mentioned earlier. So that's a book we're going to do. Not frankly traditionally a, a book i would have purchased if i hadn't heard it reviewed by a couple couple podcasts and frankly i don't remember what they were um but i've heard him talking about it. i've heard i've heard it reviewed um on these podcasts it sounded interesting and a guy who who as i'm reading i am finding i admire more i i told you i'm not a huge fan of actors in general i just i don't get into it it's not that i i have any problem with them i just don't get into that stuff too much but i'm finding already like oh this 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 is a good book we'll like this so that's what we're going to read and then next week we'll review it and talk about it talk about the four pillars and, and what we think about it and uh and uh you know, Mr. McConaughey can come on the podcast maybe someday and uh, tell us what he thinks. Why not? You know, hey, uh, Matt, it was great tonight. Until next week. Uh, I hope you have a successful week. Hey, we'll talk soon. Sounds good, Paul. Good night. All right. Bye.